everybody. Welcome to Harmonics Podcast. We uh, are joined today with Aaron Trites and John Drake, as usual. But uh, also, No excitement there. Uh, no excitement at all. A special guest, Polygon's own Justin McElroy. Hey. Hey, Justin. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going all right. How are you doing? Well. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Yikes. Starting early. Rough start. Not on a good day. That's great. We had some tech problems before this. We wasted. Yeah, that's putting it mildly. <laughs> we, we wasted a good 15 minutes of your time. Good. No, I wouldn't say it was a good 15 minutes, <laughs> E-Man. E-Man. Do you want me to record this on my end, too? I or? think you should. If you can flip okay. that switch. Flip uh, yeah, that do switch. It, flip I it. missed the first word. So you, the He-Man totally. insult? It's, that's fine. It's totally cool. Yeah. We can put the He-Man insult back in in post. We'll fix it in post, yeah. yeah. I think you called me E-Man. Oh, E-Man. Yeah. E-Man. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand that reference. Eric Eric Eric. Man? Oh, okay. Eric, yeah. I got it. I understood it. Okay. Uh, So, Justin, um, I thought I'd lead off with the the biggest news, the biggest McElroy news of the week that everyone's gabbing about. Um, Tell us uh, a little bit about your Super Bowl Sunday and how... Things went because of your Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, pretty good. <laughs> uh, not bad at all. Um, I love football, so that was that. I like. Uh, uh, I like that part. <laughs> yep, it was a good game. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good game. I didn't. It kind of got slow there, in the middle. Um, yep. and that was dark. the halftime. Slow and dark. <laughs> no, after that. Oh, it was uh, there was about thirty minutes, um, <laughs> about thirty minutes in there where it didn't seem like much was going on, so I got a little bored. Yeah, you so, weren't. But you're... that, I love the t- I loved it. I love the touchdowns. I love the big plays. Hail Marys. <laughs> so there are some great touchdowns in that game. All so, the touchdowns. Uh, so were you buoyed by the commercials? Uh, in that boring point. Yeah. Um. So I got bored, and I. I was about to like tune out and then I saw the uh the ad for Xbox Horizon and it was like, whoa, game change. You know? <laughs> what's what's was that Xbox their tag, Horizon? Their catchphrase? I, I didn't see that. Game change. Yeah, the tag was whoa, game change. <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't in every market. Okay. Yeah, you're thing. in a very special Ozark Appalachian yeah. market, right? We missed yeah, it. Yeah, it's it here a in very Boston. sort of it's a very specific very like well it is the number 60 market in the country yeah if you combine it with ashland yeah. kentucky early adop- early adopters naturally oh, I, I would have combined I, it with ashland i would say tastemakers i think <laughs> that's fair that's fair west virginia um, tastemakers yeah so uh you're talking absolute craziness right now yeah, yeah. i made it up but the thing <laughs> is the thing is Boy, people got upset about that. They really <laughs> did. Call they for your job. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to fire you. Are you fired? Do you currently work for Polygon.com? Oh, God. Now, you think I'd be doing this if I didn't have to get a paycheck? Come on. <laughs> we are not going to pay you for this, Justin. Uh, okay. Well, guys, listen. <laughs> always blast. Can't wait for Dance Central 4. I will check you later. Only on Xbox uh, Horizon. <laughs> Only an Xbox, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. It just I, I started thinking about, hey, it'd be awesome if they like scooped Sony and got like a 15 second like it. Look what's on the horizon, the Xbox horizon. It is a good is name. I like that name. Yeah. It is a fucking good name too. That's the <laughs> other thing. Can I 
say bad words here? Yeah, feel free to swear. Yeah, you can swear as much as you like. Uh, It is a good name, and I was excited about this idea of the Xbox Horizon, and I just thought, boy, this game would be a lot more interesting if that had happened. And it didn't, but it would have been That would have been super interesting. Yeah, it would have been really cool. Well, in a lot of people's world, it did happen because of you. So so you got a little blowback because people believed your goof. Uh yeah, I, I I guess I mean, you could have literally like it would have taken one hashtag click to see like oh man that hashtag kind of basically a little bit just just started with that tweet. Uh, it's weird that no one else is tweeting about that, but man, people aren't into doing their own research. I guess uh they they guess uh I, I guess people assume because I work for a video game website, um that I am going to know about things like that or at least tell the truth about things like that. I, I mean, I really consider myself... I'm, I'm really more of an editorialist. Yeah, you're, <laughs> really more the, you're not Brian Grishente. You're not, like, you're not blow-drying your, blow drying your hair like, and looking for scoops. I'm more the Gene Shepard of, of this <laughs> outfit. I I'm think you're the Gene Shepard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene Shepard of the outfit. For sure. I'm the Dave Barry of <laughs> video game <laughs> Oh, man. Lofty, I know. Lofty, <laughs> big claims, big claims. Uh, so, so there's a blowback. People have called for your head on a stake. On I don't know, stake. man. I think like, there's more people feigning fear. I think people just got excited and then got let down because it wasn't what they'd hoped. It's like, hi, I'm 32. That's the, <laughs> welcome to my everyday. Like, <laughs> uh, video games. Yeah, I wanted it to be true. That would have been great. That would have been a good uh, surprise piece. Well, and so we're talking about the idea that Sony has put up a weird teaser website. Teaser for a teaser. A teaser for teaser a teaser. Teaser for a logo. It's like a 45-second PlayStation thing. Tron experience. Yeah, Tron experience that we thought was going to result in some sort of at least clarity about what they were going to be saying, but they just it's about what's next, and it's yeah. the X triangle square and circle buttons from a PlayStation controller. Presumably, it's about a new console. We don't know anything about that here, but that's where the Xbox Horizon goof seems to have sprung out of. But <laughs> I'm, I mean, that's that was also a surprise. I didn't think that Sony would be out this early with any sort of news or information, unless it's just like a new PlayStation Plus game that they're announcing with a really <laughs> viral campaign. Yeah. PS Home, yeah. that would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was a similar path to the Xbox Horizon joke of people getting really excited and then just like rage quitting the internet. <laughs> It seems like uh, you are a little bit ahead of the pack. I'm sure within the next year, before we actually get more, in the next few months at least, but next year, before we get more details on whatever the next consoles might be, it seems like there will be a lot of people pulling these sort of uh, spoofs on, on folks. Yeah, but then they're just going to be... Exactly. They're going to be copycats. C- copying me. I mean, yeah. this is my great idea to it lie. Is. <laughs> you yeah. are the lie ultimate liar. This. Yeah. Um, the Cyrano of video games. Zero. <laughs> what do you guys know about the, n- the next consoles? I nothing. I don't know what that means. Well, the, the Wii U has this gamepad thing. Yes. Yeah, Have you seen that? There's no games fart, for it, though. No games. Fart noise. Fart noise. <laughs> fart noise. Does it do that? I would buy one if it could do that. We could make a game that does that. The fart noise. Get Rich Gallup on the phone. We can make a game that does that right now. <laughs> when did uh when did we take the farts out of uh, out of Dance Central or like the air horn? Farts? The, oh yeah, there was a there was a. A prototype period in Dance Central where if at any point you yelled Xbox air horn or squatted in the middle of a song, like to your butt to the ground, it would play a dubstep air horn really loud. And we had to take it out because I guess it was being it was being mistriggered when you were using other like Xbox play song. It was just always playing an air, yeah, it was playing a dubstep air horn every time. 
which I thought was great. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's I was not even a goof down. either. That, that's a real thing. That actually that like, happened. Yeah. That is not one of our lies in this podcast. <laughs> not one of our many lies. Um, we may, Maybe we'll patch it back in. Maybe we'll spend all the money uh, on certification for a patch that just uh, adds that functionality. Please do. People are going to be bummed when they hear this. It's not in there. Ah, uh, whatever. Tell that, to, tell that to Phil Fish. Hey, I know you couldn't pay to do it. Do another certification to fix Fez. We're paying to fucking put Boo Zalos back in. <laughs> We'll put them in Fez too. Every yeah. time, every time you put <laughs> we'll the goggles on, we'll Boo Zelos. Yeah, right. why not? All rock band characters, all Gomez, all the time. <laughs> Justin, were you uh, doing the job you do during the last cycle of consoles? Like for uh, Xbox 360? Yeah. No, I was. Um, you were walking the beat. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was a uh, uh, covering. Let's see. <laughs> No, honestly, at, when the last generation came out, I was working at uh, Best Buy. Walking the beat at Best Buy. That's what I was talking Walking about. Walking the beat at Best Buy. Best and, beat. Uh, Best beat. Yeah. Beat by. I was about, maybe Borders. I was transitioning between Best Buy and Borders. Um, you, you went from Best Buy to Borders. From Best Buy to Borders. Got out of the video game industry, but it just pulled me right back <laughs> in. Yeah. <laughs> I would have bought something from you at Best Buy. I would never have approached you at Best Buy. <laughs> if I'd seen you at Best Buy, you would have turned and given me one of your withering Justin McElroy looks, and I would have just walked in the other direction. <laughs> what department were you in? Uh, media. Oh, media. okay. So That's I was cool. I was the guy uh, selling, you know, trying to convince people to sign up for Netflix back when, like, that was a harder sale. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I ask because this is also... In the industry, this is my first, I guess all of ours, since a new console generation has launched. Yeah. It's a pretty interesting time. We were talking, to, I was talking to Ryan Davis the other day, and or maybe I was listening to him speak about something else, but <laughs> I, I had a conversation with him at some point. He said something about, like, that. I think this was the first time that since, I think he saw the PS2, they announced that that was going to end the, like, end the run of producing new PS2s from Sony. And so Ryan was talking about how it was sort of like... This is the first time he's seen a console like come and go. Like it's like they're not making any yeah. more. Like we'll see Xbox 360s and PlayStation 3s and Nintendo Wii's for a long time. E- I mean, you know, even new configurations apparently, according to Nintendo. Oh boy! Uh, but you know that, that that they're actually turning off PlayStation 2s is kind of a big deal. Like a couple hundred That's million crazy. units. Yeah. So I actually think it's exciting because I I I'm pretty sure this is the last console generation. Doesn't it feel that way? I mean, I I, I can't imagine. Uh, it already seems like kind of an antiquated idea. I, I I can't imagine a world in which, like, in five to seven years, we'll have another cycle like this, like like as we have sort of uh, of, of anticipated it being. You know, the five to seven yeah. year cycle. I I really I I this feels like the last one. It mean it feels like you know it's it's going to move faster than that um yeah, and, and i don't think a console another console would make sense after this one i'm not even sure this one makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah well, i think the real i mean the, the question falls on two axes right one is like are consumers smart enough i mean like everyone who listens to us or reads polygon is but like are consumers generally smart enough to buy a pc or a product or a computer or a tv with a computer kind of in it already that could play games or have streaming services stream to it uh, or do they want like the consumer packaged goods that is like, hey, this box, plug it in with one cable and it works. Uh, and on the flip side, like, is there any need for physical media, right? Like, will there right. be in five years will we still have game discs and memory sticks and things like that, or is it all going to be super cloud delivered? And at the point where everything's streamed from the internet, 
you know, do we need a new box? Can we just update the old box? I mean, you get yourself an Ouya and you're all set. Yeah, all Ouya all the time. <laughs> I mean, you, you, we're joking, but like, uh, we're we saw, you know, we waited seven years for these consoles, assuming that they even, you know, are out this year. Right. Um, it, it waited between eight, seven, and eight years for these things, and just like in the past two months, we've had like four new consoles announced like it's crazy and i mean i again like there are uh, some of them are working off of of architecture that isn't ideal for like triple a game development but I, I i i don't know it just it it seems weird to me the idea that that another you know closed box makes makes a lot of sense i mean i'm excited but yeah, yeah. Just, i mean it, it seems the, weird at the same time i guess it's sort of like i mean not to not to make it harmonicsy but it is the sort of same thing with rock band stuff, right? Like, if there's a killer app for a Kinect or a killer app for a bunch of peripherals in your house or a reason you to have this box and not this other box, you can always motivate people to adopt it to a certain degree. The question is just, like, getting a critical mass of enough of those in one place that it feels like, oh, I need to spend $400 on a thing. Uh, and I don't know. Like, I feel like that way about the Wii U right now. Like, I bought a Wii U the day it came out, and I played a couple games on it, and they were fine. I wouldn't recommend people rush out and buy a Wii U. I think there's some really cool games that are coming out that look like they're going to make it worthwhile to have. But right now, I've been like, yeah, it was all right. It was sort of like a Wii Plus, and that's well, nice. Again, I mean, with the Wii U, I, I don't know where that, I mean, I don't know where they're left if, when, uh, not if, when the next <laughs> two consoles are announced. And it's like, you know, Wii's the the fat kid running to to keep up with the other two again for another seven years of getting like shitty ports of the games people actually want to play like and the occasional you know offshoot that that you know rare game that manages to take advantage of what makes it special um oof oof (laughs) Oof. (laughs) but I mean the the real answer to that question is it's the platform where all the Mario games come out and so it will will make money because who wants Mario and Zelda to look as good as other games? I don't. I don't. I don't want that freakishly photo real Mario coming to life. Keep that thing away. You saw the movie. Look what happened last time Mario came to life. It's true. Koopa had a no, tiny head. The more pixels, the better. Bob Hoskins. I, Bob Hoskins is great. When I was fourteen, I went to CES, um, and this was uh, before Nintendo sixty four, I guess, right mm-hmm. around that that era. Um, and I remember walking past a TV and they had Charles Martinet in like a remote area somewhere hooked up to like head tracking and a video camera and you could like, and, and his, and and a 3d Mario head there that would like talk to you. And he's like, excuse me, little boy. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hello, Mario. I will talk to you. I was like, I was 14. This changed my world. (laughs) For the better, for the worse. Everybody, both, yeah. I mean, a lot of, it's kind of like Stand By Me, you know? It's a little bit of both. That's fair. Growing up, you know, it's make, it's bittersweet. It's an analogy I can get behind. Yeah. Yeah. 14's a really rough age for that. Well, young no, for I was going to say the exact... Oh, for, young for CES. Well, only if it's the same weekend as the Adult Film yeah. Awards, yeah. Uh, which makes it so much worse. But the... This is, in, this is when CES was actually in um, Chicago. Chicago, yeah. And when it was the premier... Uh, show for video games yeah, um, and McCormick before, plays. before even E3. Yeah. Anyway, back in the day. Now it's Secrets. in Vegas. It's a spectacle. And the good yeah. friends, your good friends at The Verge are 
making double wide trailers and driving. Are you guys gonna bring a double wide trailer to E3? Just park outside. Uh, no. <laughs> that was so good and bassy. Yeah. No, that's good, we're good not. Throat bass. We're not. We're going to the show floor, baby. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> you gonna have a booth? No. Yeah, you know it. No, you're not. What? Are you? Okay. Well. <laughs> wow. Okay. Are you really though? That that would be amazing. Uh, don't announce it. I, don't I announce don't it. Keep it a I'm secret. I'm not on these meetings. You're not in charge of that. We'll get Chris Grant. We'll yell at Chris uh, Grant about gonna it. We're going to be dishing on Xbox Horizon. Gene Shout yeah. would not know these things. Gene Shout would just be like, this movie is fantastic. <laughs> My mustache is huge. <laughs> Uh, but this is a—it's a good segue because last time we talked to you was it, at PAX wait, East. How is this possibly going to be a good segue to anything? We ta- talked to Justin at PAX East last yeah. year on our podcast. It was before Polygon had launched. Oh, that's true. It was so, the same. It was the weekend you were announcing the name. In fact, yeah, I think at the time it was everyone was just calling it Vox Games. Still, right? Oh God, yeah. yeah. Well, that I mean, we had announced it that week. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. we announced it like the first day. So yeah. So that's almost a almost a year ish. Since we talked, that was in March last year. How, mm-hmm. how, uh, give us, uh, give us a little postmort. How's the year of Polygon been for you? Um, it's going really, it is going really well. I, I mean, people are getting what we're doing. We've, we launched the site officially October 26th. Uh, so it's been, I don't know, a handful of months since then. Uh, it's interesting because, like, I, I, many people have launched video game websites uh in in the past 10 years um but and i think and this isn't a a a statement of like uh aggrandizing our site it just in terms of like scale and and investment and and things like that no one has launched a, a video game website of this scale with this staffing before um and it's weird to like there's not really a great metric for success you know um, most video game websites that have sort of built to becoming successful, uh, you know, you're uh, in the past decade, which I would point to, you know, Joystick, Kotaku, Destructoid, sites like that, um, uh, uh, built from really small teams, and then they they gradually grew over time. Um, so it's 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 weird being like you know having one of the biggest staffs, and I and I in my opinion, you know, one of the most experienced staffs and having uh a much smaller audience than pretty much any of us are used to because you know we're starting from the ground up starting from from 101 but so in terms of of you know traffic and people there's not a met there's not a good metric like i don't know what success looks like on that front um but in terms of uh the what we're doing i'm i'm super proud of uh, our features quality. and the quality of the work that's going out. And I, I, I'm realizing, thinking back over what how I've answered this question, it might sound like, well, it's good, but nobody's coming. Like, <laughs> no, we, we have an audience yeah. that is steadily building. I just don't know. Like, I can't – I don't know what good and bad is in terms of, of traffic. But I know that in terms of the work we're putting out, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I'm excited about um, th- what, what happens this year. I think that like the best metric I've heard is that like success for websites is like pornography in that you know it when you see it and also you're successful once there's pornography on your website because <laughs> that makes all the money. Uh yeah. Yep, there you go. Uh, yep. Yeah. Rules. Uh yeah. <laughs> so but that's cool. Polygon.com is awesome. If you guys haven't checked it out, uh definitely go look at it. There's a great 
Gangnam Style uh, making of Dan Central 3 feature that Russ Pitts came up and did in our studio, both a uh, great written piece that is exceptionally long. Yeah. That dude is prolific when write. it comes to text. Yeah. Oh, it kills me. Yeah, it's I know. So <laughs> it must be hard to annoying. edit. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I'm, I, help, I help, but that guy's a machine. Yeah. Like, he'll turn out a couple of those a month, and yeah, that would yeah. literally be, I mean, that would be a year for me. That would be like me walking the earth like came from Kung Fu. <laughs> like, no other work. He still answers emails and shit. Yeah. Not to mention actually going out to these places to do the, the work for the feature. Yeah, he's on site. Yeah, he's like in the he's yeah, on yeah. the ground taking it's photos crazy. of taking photos of Bungie and talking about how bowling alleys are better than supermarkets and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, real for, deep dives. Yeah, real deep dives <laughs> into basic functionality. You can't go behind this door. We went behind the door, and combo rust pits. The yeah. Anderson Cooper of gaming. Yeah, yeah oh. he is. He goes to the disaster areas and <laughs> he hangs out with Kathy Griffin all the time. <laughs> Do you think Russ will be happy? He gets to be Anderson Cooper, and you have to be Gene Shalit. <laughs> Um, I I really am not gonna own this Gene Shalit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I will accept games. Andy Rooney. I'm happy okay. with that. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, that's that um, actually is pretty fitting. Yeah, when I think about it. I'm not. I can't get down with the puns. If anybody, Ludwig Kitzman is 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 gaming yeah. his Gene Shalit. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna so, take that crown. But he's so it's not the right size to be Gene Shalit. Like if he was in a Gene Shalit costume, it would look ridiculous. Yeah. No. If my, if half my head were hair, it would be. <laughs> If half your body was hair on your head. If half my body was hair and the other half were glasses. <laughs> and just, just a mustache with lips. Well, it sounds like, like an hip, opportunity for someone Just a hipster version of Cousin It. That's what I... <laughs> yep. Giant glasses Afro and all hair. Gosh, Shallot's going to be pissed when he listens to this yeah. podcast. Shallot's a big fan of our podcast. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, it makes sense. He loves yeah, Dan they Central. play this podcast in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Gene Shallot dead? No. No, he's not. Gene Shallot's dead as fuck, guys. No, he's way. not. He's like fuck. a wrestler where you just assume he's dead, but yeah. he's actually just broken down from Oh, God, abuse. I think Gene Shallot might be dead. Aaron, look it up. I think you're thinking of uh, old uh, Richard Le- Roper. Leonard Martin. Martin. Martin is not alive. Dead. Not Roper. Yeah. You no. mean Gene uh, Shallot is dead. Siskel? Uh, uh, Siskel, Siskel. G- Roper. The original Roper. <laughs> you killed, you have Roper's retroactively killed Roper. It's Roper not, killed It's Siskel. not Family Feud. You don't die immediately after hosting that show. <laughs> uh, is he dead, Aaron? Gene Shallot. Richard Carn here. Are you talking though? <laughs> Gene Shallot, born March 25th, 1926. What? <laughs> Died? No. TBD, currently oh, nice. 86 years young. Boom. Boom, Justin. He's, he's coming for you. Yeah, he's, he's dead. He's, he's <laughs> suck your soul I mean, out of your for body. All, for all intents and purposes, he's totally dead. But He's basically dead. You're yeah. probably thinking <laughs> of when he retired, dead. which was two years ago. Siskel. Gene Siskel. Siskel's dead. Ebert's can't move his face. Right. Uh, Roper's dumb. <laughs> Leonard Malton is still alive. Yeah, who's Malton's the guy who's in the New York City cabs is always screaming? That's that Cash Cab. You think that, that Cash Cab? Not Cash Cab, guys. Sandy. Sandy. <laughs> Sandy Kenyon? Yeah, Sandy Kenyon. <laughs> That guy's just, he's just a rageaholic. He's like the Jim Cramer of media reviews. <laughs> he's not trustworthy. Um, anyway, that's the thing. Well, we got on a weird tangent. <laughs> that's what I we did do. not expect that's, that. That's what we do. Gene Shallot. Uh, so you are happy with where Polygon has gotten to and where it's going? Summary. I wish. Summary. It's frustrating that there are all these other video game websites and people are still going to them. Yeah. <laughs> have you started your Have you started me. your offensive campaign now that you've Now that you've set a good base up, like are you taking your Gotta RTS start on the tearing road? people down? Yeah. You mean. <laughs> Take them down, one piece at a time. I yeah. saw you. De- I mean, you made a move this week when IGN got sold to Ziff Davis. You're working yeah, on. We made. We we brokered that deal. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> Polygon Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, uh, where do Christ. you go for your gaming news? <laughs> me. 
I could give a shit. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I was thinking that yesterday, actually, uh, the exact same thing. Like, I will go to sites like Polygon because of reviews and features, but I also don't really give a shit about gaming news. No, you do, though. Well, I, well, I think I just get That's, it. And I, just, just I think get I just, it just get everywhere. it by osmosis because yeah. it's just around us, but I don't seek it out. Look, if you didn't follow, like, 300 people yeah. who work in video games on Twitter, you would not You would need to go somewhere that tells you what's going on because everyone wouldn't yes. all be screaming at the yeah. same time. Like, Dead Space 3 Cop is good is a thing that's just over and over again in my feed right well, like, now. I'm in like, my, so I'm, I'm sort of a news it. junkie myself, like, yeah. but I go to the actual news. Like, I want to see the news news, and yeah. I don't have that urge for gaming news. Uh, but anyway, I, that's 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 I, why I love the features on Polygon so much. Like, I really, I love our features and I love our videos, and our news is is, is good. And, of course, like like anybody else, uh, I, I, you know, care about the 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 big stuff that's going on and and try to keep up with everything, but like, I don't know when I'm when I'm not, like I don't I think I read any sort of gaming news or gaming coverage extracurricularly. Sure, that's not to say I don't still like them. I right. just I I you know, I I pine for outside stimuli. Well, when I when I was just starting and I knew enough about video games in terms of like what I like to play but I hadn't really worked in the industry before, I have like would boot up at the time, you know, this is 6 7 years ago, like would boot up Joystick Kotaku Destructoid every morning and just IGN, GameSpot and just like page through what was going on cuz I just wanted to know. But after like a year or two of saturation, you're sort of like yeah, I, I, it's all. It's just another set of wedding cakes with portal toppers <laughs> and the the I other problem it. is like seriously over the past 18 to 24 months. Yep. Video game news has been so depressing. <laughs> it's been pretty it's rough. So That's true. Sad. Yeah. I mean, constantly so sad. <laughs> I mean, it's like you, 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 <laughs> if you, if you are making a AAA video game in 2013, you are like the guy in the gangster movie that is forced to dig his own grave. Like you're <laughs> at some point, you're just digging it. And because you know. You know, as soon as that hole is done, you're like, "Well, I'm gonna hop in here to show that dirt on me, and I will, I will check you never." I'm gonna hop out of here. This is a weird gangster movie. It is a cool gangster. You're right. Jason Statham is in it. <laughs> check you never. I buy tickets right uh, now. The except in your analogy, if he digs his grave really well, he gets to live. Right. No. Maybe. Well, yeah. You're saying no matter what, getting that maybe grave. he digs his grave really well, and the critics just don't get it. <laughs> I think I think what it, here's here. Let me extend your metaphor in an unreasonable way. I would say thank you. You get to you, if you are a random AAA developer at like a small studio making a triple working on a AAA game, you're digging your own grave. The only chance you have of surviving is if you work at a big enough studio that you have a backhoe and you're not standing in that grave when you're done. You dug it yourself, <laughs> and it's like, cool. I'm gonna drive this thing the hell out of here. Good luck shooting me through the bulletproof glass in my backhoe that I custom made. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like a good movie now. <laughs> Back no, home. but like, look at. I mean, I, I don't want to. I, I, I have not heard anything. I don't want to cast any dispersions uh, <laughs> or or anything. But like, look at Ninja Theory. Yeah. Ninja Theory made a game I I I liked uh, in in um, Heavenly Sword, and then they made a game that I loved in Enslaved. Yep. I thought that Enslaved was, fantastic. was amazing. Yeah, Enslaved was great. Uh, Neither one was was moved a bunch of units. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
and then their Devil May Cry game, which I thought is is perhaps their their most well rounded overall game. Certainly from a gameplay perspective, the best. Uh, and I I think personally the best the series has been. Um, it's the first one I ever felt compelled to finish. Uh, and it they just made an announcement yesterday that it's only sold uh, like a million units, and the, they're slashing the forecast. Which like oh, really I, again yeah, I, I don't that. I know nothing about the solvency of Ninja Theory. I hope it is. 100% fantastic but like that that's not a good scene um yeah. that's that can't be good for their their studio well you got to keep um, in, you got to keep in mind that when it's a studio making games and this isn't that different than harmonics like it's really about how the deal is set up with whoever's publishing that game like it's possible that ninja theory underperforming sales on a game that they made is like studio is still totally solvent right like studio could be totally fine they paid all their debts they paid all their people they're making a new game with a new deal but you're totally right that it's not the world of AAA development from five years ago where, like, every game was selling three million units and everyone was getting huge payouts and huge bonuses and walking away with big piles of money. It's like, yeah, if you make a great game, even if it underperforms, like, maybe you get to keep going. <laughs> uh, and, like, frankly, like, this Devil May Cry game, not to not to deviate into talking about games you should play right now, but, like, Why not? that Devil May Cry game is unbelievable. Like it's really, really good. The level I mean, design really is good. phenomenal. It's I really so want to check it out. I'm going to check it out after Dead Space 3. Yeah, you're gonna get sucked into Dead I Space. I love 3. Dead Space. I can't. It's it's weird, but in a way, like um, I mean, I like I like my Japanese games sometimes, but uh, oh, like Dragon's Dogma. S- like Dragon's Dogma is a great <laughs> example. The um, because of the the cultural divide, sometimes the, the weirdness in a Japanese game can uh be a little bit harder to connect to. Yeah, alienates the weirdness in in this game because it's made by people who I share a larger cultural vocabulary with, it feels very guided um, yeah. and it feels very purposeful. And it's uh, the kind of weirdness that you can connect to and doesn't necessarily sort of run stale or grating after, right. after a while, which is not to say that it's not really fucking weird. Cause it's no, 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 really it's weird, weird. <laughs> but at least it's in a way that uh, yeah, I, I used to have a theater teacher that, um, that, that one of, one of his go to sayings was that there are no random signals in art and and i think in, in if you're playing a japanese game because of the 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 cultural differences uh, a lot of that can feel like random signals and in and in uh devil may cry I, it doesn't it's not random it's just it's just bizarre yeah i mean it's uh, i would i would definitely recommend if you like like quick action i mean like i i also would just say like if you like cool level design like the fact that that's an unreal game running on the Unreal Engine 3, like, but the, some of the things they're doing with, like, making worlds that overlap with each other uh, and then making worlds that, like, fall apart around you in crazy ways, like, it's oh, really... it's insane. It's yeah. beautiful. And so I think it's really well done. I continue to not understand... I understand it. Like, I comprehend what it means, but continue not to understand the order of letters in the S-rank world of Japanese games of, like, uh, you know, you try to go from, like, D to C to B to A to S to double S to triple S. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, that's not how alphabets work. But uh, Seems like you got it, though. <laughs> I, I understand the order. I just don't really know why, why is that the way that it is. But the uh, but in the, watching that stuff go during the levels is a really nice additional thing of, like, you know when you're playing the game, like, not only are you trying to survive, but you're really trying to use, like, a variety of combos and make it interesting and uh, really keep this rank going. And then, I, I mean, I've been playing on it easy because I just I don't have time to die repeatedly from making stupid mistakes uh, like I do at work all day but it's definitely <laughs> uh, it's definitely like worth checking out if you like action games I'd well say. and w- so what I loved about uh, enslaved I had heard is a similar in in DMC where sure they uh, the voice acting the animation it all feels very real 
like it really stood out to me in Enslaved. Like they actually hired actors. They they didn't. They weren't voice actors. They got Andy Serkis, who was like the mocap guy. Yeah. They hired an actual screenwriter. Did you say to write he's the e mocap guy. Like yeah, he's the, 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 the emo mocap. The emo mocap guy. Got it. Um, Sounds great. It seems like they put an investment in that stuff that a lot of other uh, games don't get to do for whatever reason. Well, and they're serving a million to a million and a half, like, really great games fans who want those games. I guess the question Justin was sort of bringing up earlier is, like, is that enough to keep a studio going forever? I don't know how much that game costs to make, but it's, it's, it's really rad. People should definitely check it out. I bought it. People should buy it. People should just buy more games. Yeah, man. Buy all the games. What's wrong with you, people? Buy all the games. Don't wait for them to be $15 at Target. No, and don't wait for them to be good or not good. Just pre-order all of them now. <laughs> just buy the just games. Just buy me, buy my games. That's what Aaron Keep does, me in though. business. Aaron waits till they get cheap. I do. Yeah. Why do you do that? I, oh, my I'm God. When I was a kid, when I was a youngin, I would wait for, like, those lists to go up on Cheap Ass Gamer or whatever, and then yep. I would drive to Best Buy with my little printout Xerox sheet of, like, cheap games and just buy garbage that I would never play. <laughs> I have so many $5 marked down to $5 games just still sitting in my collection that but I've never torn into. This is how you found the world of Sherlock Holmes the video game though, right? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I wish yeah. I'd been that early on the train. <laughs> Shevin. I never did you got... guys play the new uh, no. did you guys play Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective on iPad? Consulting what? Executive? What? Sorry, no. Uh, Sherlock Holmes Detective. Consulting Detective? That makes. I was going to say, <laughs> if he was like Sherlock Holmes is the new management consultant who's fixing your business. I'd play that. I'd play both. <clears throat> Either way you got me. No, so it's an iPad game? Here's your problem, overhead. <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, the okay. So Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective is a uh, was originally a Turbo Graphics slash uh, uh, Sega CD game. Yeah, that was <clears throat> made by well, the company is now called Zojoy. It, it, made by the same people who made uh, the same guy Dave uh, Marsh who made. Uh, the Shadowgate, okay. uh, Deja Vu, Mac Venture series. Right. Um, so th- they are a actually decent mysteries. Cool. Uh, where you know it's all FMV and you get it set up, uh, a brief setup introduction. Um, and then you uh, and then you have to visit different locales around London and uh, you watch these like. Uh, pretty, pretty bad uh, FMV interview <laughs> scenes, and then you have to, uh, then you have to like put you know, salt, crack it, crack this, the case. But this is and an- you get a you get a bonus for like the, uh, the 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 fewer places that you visit. Oh yeah, um, you know. Like the, uh... it's it's how magical Sherlock Holmes is. Like if he can deduce it from just like he walked outside his front door and was like, I know who did it, and he just walked back inside and went to sleep. It's like all the dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah. like by the end, it, they want you to be you know, go to ten places, be like, oh, I know what's up here. Not like go to thirty different people's houses, and by the end, they're just shouting the killer's name. <laughs> at you. This Here's is the a... uh, there was a Kickstarter for this. And it's, there was here. I'll, I'll yeah. You, see, just so you can see, like a a, a link. Like. I I definitely know. I clicked on this Kickstarter when it came out, and then considered backing it, and then definitely did not. But the, well, you're <laughs> part of the problem. I know, I know. But the uh, the original release was in 1991, uh, and then the sequel is iPad Windows OS X in 2012. So you know, good little 21 year gap. Uh, just a tad. Yeah. But, uh They're on iOS. They're like. I think like three bucks a pop. That sounds um, fun. Wow. 
Yeah, they're, modern they're day actually... FMV games. You must have lost your mind when you saw that. Well, I mean, they were made for Sega CD uh, twenty yep. years ago, so I'm, modern maybe stretching it. But I guess in the context of all of history, they're modern yeah. games. In the in our in our young industry, everything's basically still a modern game. It's not from the seventies. What are you guys doing? Right now with the microphone, I'm losing my mind. What is oh, happening? Sorry, I had a piece of paper. Oh, over it sounds like Eric is eating it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I put a piece of... Actually, that's a good segue. It was yeah. a, a piece of paper. Well, I it's took... a, a segue. We're gonna do to a thing that I'm not sure is gonna be good or not. Nope. To be honest with you, it's a segue. Is what it is. Just make uh, terrible noises. I printed out a bunch of Twitter responses we got, none of which were particularly good questions. So, Justin, the people who follow Pope and who follow you on Twitter apparently don't. Aren't capable of constructing a sentence yeah. in in asking a question to you. This Venn diagram is a rough. nightmare. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead, Pope. Dive in. Pope proposed. For example. Yeah. S. Fenton asked us, "Has anyone really ever has has anyone really been far even as decided to use even go want to do look more like?" So answer that question, genius. <laughs> the crossover of our Twitter followers, Justin, is apparently a very special group. Just a text bot yelling <laughs> yelling clauses at people. All right, but let's call it the lightning round. I'm just going to give you these questions, whether they're stupid or not. Give me an answer if you want to or not. Okay. No fresh. Uh, waffles or pancakes, Summit, Summit wants to know. Uh, lately I've been on... Um, uh, Protein pancakes from uh, from that the sounds can. gross. That what just is, uh, that just sounds like meat and uh, some some uh, just a Greek hamburger yogurt. patty. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ham- go on. Keep hamburgers going. and syrup. That's it. That's it. That out brand Greek yogurt, egg whites, stir them up, fry them in a pan, get healthy, wow. get fit. Twenty thirteen. How's that going? Abs of steel. What? I lost. Uh, I've lost thirteen pounds wow. this month. Jesus. This month. And you're not no, even fuck, not this month. <laughs> yep. Good Wrap, wrapping it up on the old JT McElroy life. I'm gonna be dead. <laughs> dead dead by June. That's my thing. I wanna be dead before the horizon launches. No. I lost thirteen pounds in January. That's amazing. But that's the nice thing about being a big fat guy, is like it literally take I mean, taking a few more trips up and down the stairs and you're gonna drop a tenner. Easy. That that's sort of what I, I for what it's worth I assume you meant January and then when you said thirteen pounds and started laughing I thought you meant maybe all of last year yeah. so I'm still pretty impressed that's a yeah, lot that of, is that's a lot of weight good for that's you awesome. <clears throat> so yeah. the choice was pancakes then and did you know that today's yeah national I, I pancake mean pancakes day? waffles like hard to get over those carbs it's real they'll really get into you today's yeah. National Pancake Day that's is true. it yeah, yeah. Well, I look un American <laughs> perfect. Go get you a protein pancake. Oh, that sounds terrible. <clears throat> it does. Not not the not the ingredients, just the name of that dish sounds like it sounds like a sexual act that I don't want. Well, when you give it to your kids, you just tell them it's a pancake. Yeah, kids are dumb though. We can trick kids. Kids are dumb. They don't know anything. They are stupid. <laughs> you can trick them into doing cable access shows. <laughs> Great. Now I want some oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Nicholas Taylor asks, "Who is your favorite brother? You don't have to name your least favorite." Like is, if of the McElroy family, yeah. or like of brothers in the universe? Just McElroy brothers. Okay. I, I Alan. Yeah, Alan McElroy. Alan McElroy. People don't know Obviously. you do uh, your own podcast. Tell us uh, about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, oh, thank you, Plug Eric. It. I'm so glad you mentioned it. It's called My Brother, My Brother Me. It's available on the iTunes Store at mbmbam.com. You can find a sampler at bit.ly forward slash it's mbimbam. Imagine if Dear Abby were funny and alive. And that's that's our show. And Imagine if Dear Abby and Gene Shell had an advice uh, podcast. Actually, on on the, on the we have business cards for our podcast. Uh, on the back, it just said, it has a quote. And it's just 
like three invisible Dr. Phil's. <laughs> and the quote is, of course, cited to Dr. Phil, who did not say that. Dude, but. invisible Dr. Phil is the scariest thing I've ever heard. That should be a video game He's villain all, right now. He sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, any any movement on the thing we were talking about with with your show? No. Nope. No. So it's oh secret. boy, what fuck a conversation only two people know the context yep, of yep. podcast gold. Yeah, <laughs> great. Moving on. If I'm wait, if I'm not mistaken, wow. to be really clear, that is basically the underlying principle of all of the entire, Bim Bam yeah. bits that I've heard. So I don't yeah, know if you want to be razzing Pope too hard. Yeah, but we're really high energy. That's, That's the true. thing about it. People really, it doesn't true. matter. The Travis engine drives that train. Yeah. All right, uh, Justin, what's your favorite gum? My Pat, favorite Pat gum. Pat Bear would like to know. Uh, you know, I don't chew it enough, but I really do like freshen up the gum with the like gel in the center. Oh, oh no! Does that still exist? Yeah, I remember I mean, that when we were if kids. You, if you had, yeah, if like you're at a grandma's house or something, Fresh. but it's hard to find. Um, Mentos just got into a gum that has a gel center. Um, that I'm that I'm kind of into, but it doesn't. It lacks some of like the freshen up. Why is um, every food you're bringing up like a weird bastardization of the food category that we're talking? There is about? real food. You asked me about gum. I don't know. It's, what do you want? I love. I I. It's a it's a boring question. Excellent yep. answer. Yeah, totally. That's why agree. they pay you the big bucks, Justin. I really. I I'm also. I like juicy fruit. It's just it's, <laughs> it's charms are more fleeting now that I'm an adult. Yeah. I think. Uh, it's not it's not really it lacks the complexity. Charms are fleeting. Yeah. Have you seen uh I think I shared this with you. Uh so you know the juicy fruit song. We all know the juicy fruit song. Nope. Juicy fruit gets right to you. Something, juicy something. fruit gets right to you. <laughs> juicy, juicy fruit. fruit. The taste of the taste of taste, taste, taste is gonna taste move, move you. So no. juice. <laughs> In in Australia, did you just yell "juice" at the end? No, of yeah. juice. Oh, juice. So juice. in Australia, they have the exact melody, different words. Why? Juicy fruit has got it going. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know why. Yeah, it's weird. Have you seen this, Justin? No. That no. sounds All traumatizing. Right. We'll uh, we'll link to it in the text of the podcast. <laughs> this is gonna be yeah. the worst podcast. Push some Australian juicy fruit. What else you got in the question uh, bucket? Warren Campbell wants to know with the hashtag Xbox Horizon. How dare you? <laughs> Not a How fair, dare you? That's not a fair question. <laughs> no, okay. Moving on. Uh, Eric Newstatter at Xbox wants to know if you lift. Do you lift, bro? <laughs> Do I even lift, bro? Yeah. <laughs> don't lift. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I ride my bike sometimes. You gotta yep. lift that? Around Huntington? I have a stationary bike. Oh, okay. So no. I ride that sometimes um, while I'm playing. What you Persona. munching on there, Ryan? Uh, Persona 4 Golden. What are you, what uh -huh. you munching on? No, I, I'm not chewing on anything. I, I heard you chewing like two seconds ago. Oh, sorry, Dad. I think <laughs> you can stay out of my business. Uh, he um, learned it from you. Cha. I'm not even chewing on the cha. No, big, I uh, big league chew. Yeah, I ride the stationary bike sometimes. Great. Um, the while I play Persona Four, I feel I've actually weirdly uh, dropped off of that lately because I think I'm getting close to the end of Persona Four. <laughs> so like I'm pedaling towards the end of the game, and it's I don't know I don't want it to end I guess. So I've been playing more Fire Emblem, which I've never played one of those, and they're really good. I've heard I it's crazy. Either. I've heard great things though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm way into it. I, I, I guess XCOM sort of laid the groundwork for for me to enjoy this kind of game. Yeah. Um, but I've I'm I'm really into it. Yeah, I, you loved XCOM, right, Pope? XCOM was probably my game of the year. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. 
I wanted I to so would... bad. I know it's a great game. I just like I couldn't. I couldn't. It's a very get into specific it. type of game. Though. Yeah. You should get into. You should get into this, Pope. You yeah? really, really like Fire Emblem. Yeah. But it, is it, on what's DS, it on DS? Right? It's on 3DS. You can borrow my 3DS if you want. All right. Want. Done. Oh. I don't use it for anything. Yeah, I bet you can find somebody who could, who's willing to port with their 3DS for a few days. It's next to my but, DS on the shelf, and they're both not charged. But if you can find the charger in my room, you can totally have it. Awesome. The, I will check the, it out. The hardest part about Fire Emblem so far has been finding my 3DS. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, that's great. Uh, are you going to go to PAX Australia? <laughs> <laughs> Take that as a no. Is anybody? Australians. Who knows? Australians They'll be singing that Juicy Fruit song. I think it's... Are you guys going to go? I mean, you probably haven't had these meetings yet, much like myself. No, we've discussed yeah, it. We have discussed it, and we go to PAX kind of on our own dime, and we're going to have a publisher for one of our next games, and the question is really like, are they going to send anyone to Australia? Because it's kind of expensive. Turns out it's far away. Yeah, yeah it's an man. expensive yeah, it's ticket. Like really far. It's yeah. the, like literally the farthest away. But I wish them the best. Be. I mean, I think it's going to be great. I just don't know if Western developers will get over. I think that a lot of the Japanese developers will make their way down there. That's actually a pretty short flight. But yeah, like I, 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 I hope. Hopefully, it didn't seem like uh, uh, flippant about it because there, there's a big scene down there. Um, yeah, yeah you, and, guys and, just, and you guys just hired your first Australian uh, writer, right? Uh well we hired uh no we have we've had Tracy Leon working yeah, for us uh, since April that's true but sh- but Tracy's moving to San Francisco so we just hired and she's gonna be our San Francisco beat reporter so we just hired another our second uh Sydney uh based reporter it's a big scene down there but at the same time it's also like a nation with the population of like New Jersey. Right so um, it's like you could spend a lot of money trying to catch up there or you could like spend money in New Jersey. So there you go. Yep. Next question. Uh, I don't know what this means, but he says, "Trust me." So Revan Geek says, "Stewarts versus Frost Top." Trust me. What does that mean? Okay. So if you go into Huntington, West Virginia, you're <laughs> gonna be presented with a lot of different options uh, for food. For but if you want hot dogs, which I do, you really only have three choices. One. Uh, Sam's hot dogs. Nobody likes those. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Frost Sam. Top uh, is your second option. Now that is a, much like Stewart's. It is a, uh, a I don't know what would you even say a drive in. I mean, you yeah. you drive in and and a car hop comes and they. It's got an actual uh, car hop. Yeah, wow. yeah. Both the, both Frost Top and Stewart's. Frost Top has thicker fries and it has a giant rotating mug of root beer. Both the places oh, okay. make their own root beer. So Ooh, that's sort of like your distinguishing factor. So Frost Top uh, was always the, the sort of local favorite with teens because, you know, you'd go and park. But now uh, as, as, time is, as time has gone on, Stewart's has become more of a family favorite. One, because they send hot dogs to, to soldiers overseas. Uh, and two, they sell Christmas trees from their parking lot. Wow. <laughs> They really do Myself, well. growing up, I grew up a few blocks from Frost Top, but I've always been a Stewart's man. Really? I, I prefer. From your description, prefer, you sounded like a Frost Top man. That is the twist. At the end, there's a twist. <laughs> That's the twist. I I don't. I, I hear the chili is better at Stewart's, but I'm I don't take chili, so I, love, I, I don't know. We're gonna be we're gonna be in trouble at some point for even like vaguely alluding to like the PlayStation announcement because we're really supposed to. You know, we don't really address the things directly. 
and people are going to stop listening, and they're going to miss all this like really yeah. riveting Huntington, West Virginia, <laughs> Zagat's review. Well, this is the point where I get the most interested. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Aaron I'm is a, perked I'm right a up. a root beer fanatic, and we have Stuart's locally. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's And true. I don't right. know if it's the same Stuart's. How about the same root beer? Okay, here's the really weird part. It's not. <laughs> it's not. There's no connection wow. to Stuart's hot dogs since 1932, if you can believe that. I do. Um, Back when people yeah. used to go park. I'm gonna drop you guys a link into our Skype chat here so you can go and you can actually just register. You can order to have Stuart ship yeah, to you. Yes, it will make a great lunch for the office. Yeah. Get some fries, some corn dogs, Dumb. a lot of local history there. Jesus. Wow. Perfect this for Valentine's Day. Do can it I, right can now. we come and visit? Can we do a road trip? Oh, God, please, nothing will make me happier. We'll go <laughs> We'll go there, we'll go to Hillbilly Hot Dogs. That's another option. How did they're you not little, mention that one? They're a little zhuzhier. Uh, <laughs> There's only three options, except for the Hillbilly option, which I'm conveniently not going to mention. Well, here's the here's the thing about Hillbilly Hot Dogs, though. Hillbilly Hot Dogs got started in Lease Age, and it's not necessarily a Huntington tradition. I see. Uh, oh, okay. but, but if you come to Hillbilly Hot Dogs, they have a lot of, real, of really great gourmet uh, options. They got my favorite is the um, the BS Rooster Hen House, which is not actually a hot dog. It's a chicken tender with nacho cheese on it and then chili on top of that. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. The, the owners of Hillbilly Hot Dogs, they're always there. Sonny and Sherry. Not Sonny and Sherry. <laughs> Sonny and Sherry. They've been married um, 30 times. They just really like getting married. So if what? you. Go into Hillbilly. I'm not kidding you. To each other 30 times? I'm giving you guys. Yeah, they got married to each other. They just really like getting married. So they've they've gotten married um, all over this this great land of ours and in a few <laughs> other countries, if, if memory serves. But um, they were on um, diners, drive-ins, and dives. In fact, in this Google image search I'm going to send to you right here. now, you can not only see the home wrecker, which is a... One pound hot dog. Oh my what? god, uh, Guy Fieri's yeah. face. No. Uh, yeah, Guy is the Fieri's hot dog made to look like his silly face? boy face. Oh, it's uh, him shoving it in his face. Uh, but you can look. Want. You can see the decor is amazing. <laughs> like yeah. it's it, you eat in an yeah, air conditioned school bus. Wow, it's air conditioned um, though. Oh yeah. Oh, is it's it running or is it like a room that they've converted? Because if it's no, just... it's like a room that they converted. Okay. You can ride on the walls. They give no fucks. Um, <laughs> Uh, and they've also got the uh, they've got the uh, the double wide, which is a five pound hamburger that they have to have the bun special made, and they like flip it with a, a pizza flipper, uh, and it's pretty. I'm in. Great. I was there. I was actually covering. Just stop me if I'm like fucking rattling on about. You are, but it's great. Okay, so I was I was covering the uh, the. The the uh, Huntington scene, I guess, for the Herald Dispatch. I don't know. I was just that was a, that's the newspaper there. I was like a stringer, and uh, they had me go to watch when the the double wide was first unveiled. They had the guy there who had eaten the home wrecker, which is the one pound hot dog, the fastest, and they had him like try his luck with the double wide, which is a five pound hamburger, and this poor son of a bitch. Like by the, of course he only ate like a third of it, and everyone's there because that's silly. Because it's a five pound hamburger the size of a Buick, and people's stomachs can't take that. Uh, he did not. He was not a happy, happy gent. But uh, yeah, those are just a few of the hot dog options you'll have <laughs> when you come by. I'll take you to Soupy Sales Plaza. That's the thing I got. I got that on offer. We are we learning geocaching. a lot. <laughs> I I didn't even get to 
touch the surface of geocaching yet. Our our yeah. our documentation of your life via biannual podcast has only just begun. We need to do this like monthly. Yeah, I think we need to keep um, people a bit more in the unfortunately, loop. Unfortunately, Drake has to go have his own his performance review. Yeah, I do. So he's gonna drop he's gonna drop out. But do you want to stick around for a couple more minutes? Uh, absolutely. All always. right. Good to talk to you, Justin. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, talk to you later. Bye. 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 Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. He says. Um, cool. So we're just about out of the questions that I had. Uh, the last one I thought would be an interesting conversation piece. What would it take for you to work at Giant Bomb? Giantbomb.com. I've heard this a lot. People, people, because you're, you're a funny guy, and the yep. Giant Bomb guys clearly are funny guys. Yeah. So certain, certain, uh, you know, personality type. Yeah. Have yep. you heard this before? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And what are your thoughts on that? I mean, obviously uh, you got a good thing going, but, I mean, but I once got, people I got, get you fired from Polygon, where would you Yeah, go? once I get fired from Polygon, I mean, you know what? Honestly, I think the big hurdle would be uh, uh, geography Yeah. Um, because I live in, in West Virginia and they live in California. Yeah. So that's that's one <laughs> hurdle. Uh, the other one is uh, the sexual harassment does worry me. The possibility <laughs> of... Both to and from vis-a-vis uh, me and the related parties of mm-hmm. Giant Bomb, I think that that would it would get a little out of control. That's fair. Um, but I know. I mean, like I I I love those guys. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure they like me as much as I like them. <laughs> oh, but come on. I don't know. No, it's I don't, the way, they don't call. The, no, no, they don't call people. My baby daughter was born. Where are they? You know. What are you talking about? I'm, if I had a baby daughter, I don't think they would come. That's what I'm saying. I should have been more clear. That's I am true. Sorry. That's true. I, I I think that they would not call. You're right. But that's you know how I know that 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 uh, Ryan especially likes you is because he gives you endless shit about stuff. Like that's uh, good. That's a good sign. That's yes. How it he took, shows he cares. It took me a while to learn that myself, but it only means that he cares. He's a complicated He's so man. So mean sometimes. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's there's a meanness there that that I don't quite understand, but I think it all equals love. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure. What about uh, what about from the developer side? If you were going to work for a uh, a dev, wh- uh, how would uh, how would you uh, how would you feel about that? Which which dev would you? Uh, what's your dream team? Uh, well, obviously. Good answer. I mean, <laughs> let's. I mean, ah, twisted pixel. Because oh, they, come wait, on. Hold on. You know, Dan Teasdale works there, right? <laughs> no, I think I'd be a great fit for for her. Uh, either studio is doing some great work with FMV, uh, <laughs> and that's really the only kind of video game I genuinely like anymore. I mean, I could bring. Uh, I could bring a lot of musicality. I think to to harmonics i think i do have that strength going yeah. for me just Aaron, this i don't know if you've seen this justin has a video uh tribute to the game dark souls no uh where it's it, him singing this beautiful song beautiful yeah it's, beautiful. it's a yeah it's a cover of of well I, sorry to infringe on weird al's territory it's a parody <laughs> of the eagles desperado oh. um, it's but really it's good. i mean i you know what's funny is i really like playing I like I enjoy playing music and singing. Um, I'm not good good at it, mm-hmm. and I also like don't do anything creative or interesting. Like today, <laughs> I can I was relate. Working, really, really selling yourself here. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's like today I was working on 
my uh, uh, acoustic cover of Icona Pops, I Don't Care, and uh, kind of bringing that Euro dance beat to the, to the guitar. And I thought, wait a minute. I don't, nobody, want, like, I, I did it. I finished it. And I was like, man, this is sounding really good. And I was like, I don't know. It's not really sounding good at all. I'm not very good at either. It's just like a thing that I do. Uh-huh. It's one of the very few things that I do that have no sort of outward use you know what i mean yeah. like i would never i i'm not trying to like you're not doing make a shows, living off yeah. of it or 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 show it to people or anything yep. so it's it's weird it's really a masturbatory yeah but i like i like playing i do uh, the exact same thing i'm a not a good guitar player or singer but i like to play guitar and sing when i'm at home it's not for anybody yeah. just, but me and my just dog. for me and the and the crowds that i imagine <laughs> when i am playing that i have on like on repeated occasions and if if you say you don't do this like i have in fact thank people at the end of finishing a song <laughs> i have in fact raise a hand uh, thank you very much i've never added that that flourish i got one more i got one more for you if you have me <laughs> i used to do open mics actually i used to do uh oh, I used to do, that was the only but like back then i had some like i had stick. raunchy raunchy tunes that i would do i had Ooh. big donker and I had um, Mrs. Ryan Philippi about a song about how much I love Ryan Philippi. And I think, if memory serves, one of the tunes is called uh, Superman of Fuckdropolis. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, um, so not, and I, I was actually trying to remember them a few days ago. And I can't remember any of them. So that is lost to time. Yeah. I put them on e-music. <laughs> Those archives are not uh, around anymore. Would... Wow. I was going to say, if you could kick, dig that kick some MP3s our way. That'll lead us into our podcast. Any web archaeologists want to dig those up for us? (laughs) Yeah. Boy Detective was the name of my band. So if you ever want to dig those up. That's fantastic. (laughs) Good God. That's great. Uh, So what's new on the geocaching front? Uh, You know, it's been a little cold to to cache lately. Uh, (laughs) Some friends of mine got a great one up in um, uh, Weston, West Virginia, which is where there is a uh, the the haunted asylum Ooh. is up there, the Trans Allegheny uh, Lunatic Asylum. Yikes! It was yeah, it is the it's crazy. It's the um, it's closed now. It has been for years. Uh, they do a haunted house there Ooh. now, though uh, a massive one. It is the uh, second largest uh, freestanding stone structure in the world, right after the the Kremlin. Oh my god! Uh, it's the so it's the biggest one in the country, and the, and the second one. In the in the world, uh, and it is a massive, horrifying uh, uh, place. We, while we were up there, the, uh, geocaching is is pretty big in like rural areas, um, so you can always find some good ones and uh, find a couple in a in a cemetery up there. And then uh, around Christmas, my brothers and I were in, in in Ironton, Ohio, visiting Dad, and we found one up there at the museum. It was very good. What do you and, so uh, when it's very good? What does that mean? What, do you get something good? Uh, inside very it? good for me is like there's neat. Uh, for me, I like to find trackables. Those are um, a lot of times you find <laughs> coins or other items that have uh, serial numbers of some sort, and you'll go to a website and you'll enter in the serial number, uh, and then you'll you know rehide that coin uh. somewhere else. And you can kind of when you log on to the website and put in the serial number, you can see where that trackable has been um, and, and you know, uh, log where you, you left it next so you can kind of watch its progress. So that's pretty neat. And can you um, can you track personal ownership through that? Like, oh, I, I found this coin and I found that Justin McElroy had it before me. Yeah, most people use uh, handles. Uh, so, so, I mean, you'll, you'll be able to see usernames 
of a of a t- tied to an item um if you if you you know hide it and then somebody else finds it it's good playing it safe um, <laughs> a lot of geocaches you find just have a lot of trash in them which is not ideal like and i mean like expired coupons for mcdonald's Ugh. and half crayons and charmingly i found in this most recent round chapstick Oof. which i'm actually good on that thank you what's good uh Lord. what's your what's your geocache handle uh mr excitement because uh. <laughs> i was uh i was with i was with uh i was doing it by my i started when my wife was in africa and i was like literally had no i had consumed all of the media that there was. <laughs> and i was like i'm gonna go i gotta get out there and get into this geocache We're working on the fringe as, stuff as, as i was signing up i was like i am the most boring fucking human <laughs> on the face of the earth so wow. I remember one of my favorite They Might Be Giant songs, Mr. Excitement. There you go. That's my handle. So you can come hide things and I'll find them, I guess. I don't know. Good God. That's great. Well, we are almost out of time, unfortunately. I mean, we're actually over time, but we started late. Um, if you would like to stick around, Aaron's going to tell us what next week's Rock Band DLC is. It's really actually a really good uh, uh, set of songs. Yeah, you could live in the media future. Find out now. Uh, that yeah, that would be fantastic. Okay. Can I grill you guys afterwards about things that I need yep. in Rock Band? Oh, okay. sure can. Yes, please. Maybe Great. maybe Perfect. we'll cross off some of your requests here. Yeah, I bet, we'll okay. I bet we will. Yeah. All right, Aaron, what we got? All right, so the DLC coming out next Tuesday. That's February twelfth for Rock Band. We've got five singles. Hmm. Couldn't quite work it into a pack, uh, but this is another batch of Valentine's Day yes. songs. We've done these for the last two years. They're always a, a hit hit with the the ladies. And the and, fellas. Yeah, and the fellas. Yeah, and the fellas. Um, so these uh, these five singles, um, all uh, all painfully appropriate for Valentine's Day. Um, kicking it off with Extremes More Than Words. Yes. Uh, and that has uh, Pro Guitar, interestingly enough, has the Pro Guitar upgrade bundled in with the single. Um, so we, uh, we added that in as a little bonus because I believe that there's um, not a full band worth of instruments in that song. Uh, I think it might just be vocals and guitar. Um, so we had added pro guitar and pro bass, uh, gratis, free gratis, um, for, uh, for all you pro fans out there. I would be willing to bet that Justin has done a parody cover called More Than Turds before. No, yeah? No, that's gold, though. <laughs> Quick, TM, 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 TM. <laughs> that's not how trademarking works. <laughs> oh, I'm doing it. to say TM. You just shout it out and then you got it. Doing it wrong. Oh, wow. Uh, moving on, Nazareth, Love Hurts. Yes. Yeah, that's a re-record, but we've got it on good authority. It's a quality re-record. Um, people can preview that on the uh, the live stream next Monday. Monday. Um, Peter Cetera's Glory of Love. That is one. I, yep. yep yeah. That's one I've been waiting for basically since the beginning of Rock. Yeah. We're swinging for the fences with this one. That's uh, probably the best ballad ever made. Wow. Yep. Wow. Wow. That, wow. The best ballad ever made that was in a movie about karate. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll let you have that Fair one. Enough. Yeah. Um, Ario Speedwagon, Keep On Loving You. That's also great. Yep. And Soft Cells, Tainted Love. Man. Yeah. That's a good it bunch a, of songs. It's a, it's a good batch. Swinging for the fences. Yep. Yeah. And they are, these are all singles. No pack option uh, because licensing is hard. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's your, your V-Day selection uh, for Rock Band, available next week on Tuesday the 12th. Boom. Boom. Wow. You got any grill? You grilling questions? Got any grills? Okay, just a few general bands. First, I'd like more Elvis Costello, please. Oh, me too. 
Uh, I'd like any. They might be giants. Seems like kind of crazy. That's not there. Come on, yeah. guys. Come on. Yep. It's it's Come not on. not that we haven't heard of them. Not that we yeah, haven't heard. You of should them. get into that. Wilco. Well, th- yeah. them I've never heard of. Wilco would be great. That's news to me. Wil- Wilco would be great. Uh, what else? Guided by voices. <laughs> that would be awesome. Into those. Dayton. Dayton, Ohio. Yep. Into that. And uh, <laughs> hold steady. I'd get some the whole set of those guys. I thought I that thought we, we had, had a, a track by the whole steady, maybe. Nah, you don't. I thought we did. <laughs> maybe, maybe on Rock Band this Network. Is, this isn't like Gene Jellot, okay? <laughs> I know. <laughs> One of us is looking at a Wikipedia page right now. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, sequestered in Memphis is the whole steady song. We That's do- what this YouTube video is, but it could be a fakie. It could be. All right. We'll have to investigate. Okay. We'll dig into it. Deal. If if not, we'll send you an IOU. If it's not already okay. in the game. Yeah, I can't tell. Maybe okay, it is in there, but I don't like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's usually how it goes. Truth comes out in the wash here. People uh, request stuff, we finally get it, and then they say it's not the one they want. Not the one they want. Yeah, we, we only, uh, this is a little peek behind the curtain, we only go after the wrong songs. Yeah, intentionally. Uh, deliberately, yeah. It's just an elaborate 280-week troll of our community. <laughs> also in vogue. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, yeah. That'd be Free a your mind. Good, good crossover for Rock Band and Dance Central. <laughs> uh, all right, Justin, I think we're going to go. You want to give a last-minute plug for uh, the things that you do? Polygon.com is a website for video games. You can also find it YouTube slash Polygon, Facebook slash Polygon, uh, Twitter slash Polygon. Uh, polygon.com.tumblr.com uh, <laughs> elsewhere um, uh, I'm the managing editor there there's lots of reviews and features and you'll really like it I host a comedy podcast with my brothers called my brother my brother and me you can find it at mbmbam.com sampler bit.ly forward slash it's my bim bam and I also have a, a TV podcast with my wife called satellite dish with Justin and Sydney. We're currently recapping Tyra Banks' hit novel Model Land, uh, which is insanity. So make sure you find that on the iTunes store. <laughs> All right, great. You're, you're a Twitter All Star as well. Yeah, but like I got enough juice there. I got to <laughs> the juice around. Wow, Ew, waving it gross. off, waving it off. Oh, one last thing before we go, give give the folks uh, a, a hot hint on uh, if they're uh, cruising YouTube today. What the, what video should they check out? What one video would you have them check out on YouTube today? What one? Oh my God! I ask, ask this me. because Justin is sort of our YouTube expert, the king of weird He's the YouTube. The king of, of weird YouTube uh, loves. You seem to really love food reviewers on YouTube. Okay, I love food reviewers. Uh, yeah, that, that's one of my favorite favorite things. I, I get a weird. Uh, um, I tell you what, I've been really into lately is uh watching people talk about the secret <laughs> that sounds search great. for any like law of attraction videos and uh and boy howdy uh people are people are getting real in there and uh it is really the secret if you don't not know what the secret is i want to leave it as a secret so you can uh, experience the joy of finding out on your own but uh but get into those oh good wow good recommendation all right, Justin, uh, we will talk to you on the Twitters. Thanks so much for hanging out with yeah, us Yeah, thanks a lot. Oh, guys, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs> Good.
Oh, I should probably wrap up. Yeah, I should probably wrap up. Are we still recording? Yeah, awesome. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to the Harmonics Podcast. I'm Eric Pope, and Aaron Trice is here, and I'm John right Drake next is to him. gone. Oh, bye, John. And Justin McElroy's gone. Bob, uh, but Fish and Joe are here. Fish and Joe, thanks for doing what you do, and uh, we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Yeah,